Good evening, everyone. I am Sergio, and this is The Logical Report. On this day in history, June 20th, 1975, Jaws is released. You're going to need a bigger boat. Highest grossing film in history until Star Wars came along. That was the first movie I ever saw when I was a kid. That music, God. Okay, we gotta go. We gotta keep going. 1963, United States and the Soviet Union agreed to establish a nuclear hotline. It was established after the Cuban Missile Crisis to uh, ease the tensions of both nations. 1941, Ford signs the first contract with Auto Workers Union. 1782, Congress adopts the Great Seal of the United States. And all this and many other things happened on this day in history, June 20th. And good evening again. I am Sergio, and this is The Logical Report. And I had a few questions come across the email that I thought would be very, thought were very good questions, and I'm going to answer them tonight. Here's, here's the first one. All right, question number one. Boy, they come out. Let's say so. Hear me out. When Donald Trump was president, he was blamed for everything because the president's always responsible for everything. But when Biden became president, he's not responsible for anything. Make it make sense. All right, that's a good question. Yeah, you actually use two different words there that mean completely two different things. Now, it is not the fault of the president for things that happen. If we have a volcano eruption, it's not the fault of the president. Uh, the, the president did not make the COVID virus that happened over in China somewhere. And it's not the fault of China because China doesn't create viruses. They're battling it just like we are. And I know people think, well, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a COVID-19 facility over there, a laboratory or whatever. Yeah. That's because we have a CDC over here, centers of disease control. And they have a lab working on all these viruses we have. But they didn't invent the viruses. They're studying them. They have a COVID-19 lab over there. They're not inventing COVID-19. They're battling it, and they're researching it just like anybody else. So the COVID virus itself is not the fault of President Trump. Not his fault. But he is blamed for the fact that he blew this virus off. He didn't take it seriously. He didn't listen to his scientists and he didn't bother to find out, you know, he, he didn't heed any of the warning. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but there was a COVID testing facility in China that the Americans had set up there. And it was put there specifically after the SARS outbreak, because a lot of people don't know this, but SARS is a COVID virus. And they were doing research for a COVID virus there. And Donald Trump, although he didn't walk in and actually close the place down, he never bothered to replace the people who were in there. Um, one of, I mean, he put so much, he did so little support that the, uh, the person running it quit and he never replaced that person. And eventually everybody just sort of resigned and then they just shut it down. He he did, he never bothered to pay attention to it, and because of that, uh, we didn't find out about the virus in time. 
because it was supposed to be like a response facility, uh, something to get us prepared in case something happened. And they were keeping a close eye on China and giving them help. So, you know, there's, there's that. In fact, there was one time it really got me upset was when the virus was not over here yet, or we had no knowledge of it over here yet. And here was a boat, uh, like one of those uh, cruise lines that that's apparently they had a they were quarantined and they would not allow these people to come come on board. I mean, come, I mean, get off the boat because they all need to be checked to make sure they didn't have the COVID virus. Well, the president decided to you know being he knows more than he thinks he knows more than medical doctors, so he goes over there and he does not wear a mask to meet these people. I'm like, what the hell is is wrong with you? And that's where I'm. I'm thinking that's probably where it all happened. He got off the boat. He gets on the boat. He goes in there and tries to show off and say it doesn't bother nobody. I'm not afraid of this fire. He doesn't want everybody to panic. Well, this is fine if you don't want people to panic. That's fine. But don't sit there and completely ignore your doctors. That's a whole nother ball game. You say, look, it would have been. I would have been more respectful if he would have just said, look, it's, it's a dangerous virus. We need to be careful with it. And but I don't want anybody to panic. Fine. Totally respect that. Well, what he did was he walked over and tried to say it was nothing. Ah, there's nothing to it. He walks on board this boat, not and then and then and then basically just mingles with people. And now he gets off the boat and comes back on our mainland. And now he comes in. He's probably patient zero for all we know. But and if he wasn't, he was patient number two who came off that boat. He did not do anything to prevent this virus he called it a democratic hoax one time then he said it was a then he had all these crazy ideas that said oh it'll, it'll go away it's gonna be you know it's gonna get you know in april it'll get warm and it'll stop like like all viruses die in the in the warmth you know but um so he that's why he's blamed for that and because he did not do anything for the to to prevent this virus from spreading he now have we now have a depression. The stock market crashed. Everybody had to go home. Nobody could work. Everybody had to go inside. People were people were dying left and right. And we lost over a million Americans because of it. And these those six hundred thousand that died on Biden's presidency, those are Donald Trump's because Donald Trump was started with zero and he turned it into four hundred thousand dead people. Biden, on the other hand, walked right into the middle of it. It was all we were already exposed. So all this mess is Donald Trump's mess, not not Joe Biden's, because he wasn't the one that allowed this virus to enter into this country. Now, you might we could argue and debate whether or not he could have stopped it or not, but he made no effort at all. None. In fact, he's constantly ridiculed Fauci and Fox News went along with it every time. They came up with something. They were always trying to come up with something about how he was a hypocrite and and the Democrats were a hypocrite and all this stuff. But the fact is, he blew this virus off. It was Joe Biden was the one who had a mandate for a mask, not Donald Trump. He just let everybody do whatever they want. And then because of that, every, a lot of people died. So... So the answer to your question is why is it that people why is it Trump was responsible for everything and Biden is not? Well, here's the thing. The way I say it is this. Presidents are at fault for everything that they all the bad things that they do. They're not at fault for things that happen. 
but they are at fault for the actions that they do. And Donald Trump, his actions, or should I say inactions on this virus, which caused a domino effect of problems, that's his fault. The virus is his fault. The d- depression that came afterwards was his fault because he blew off this virus and got people and suddenly everybody had to go inside. The And then the gas price, the reason why the gas is so high right now is because it's not being, and why it's not being produced is because most of the companies went out of business during the depression, the Trump depression. They went out of business. Small companies went out of business because they could not, they couldn't produce and there was, and they couldn't sell it because nobody was buying it because everybody was staying home because everybody was dying from the COVID virus. So it's not the actions of the, it's not, we don't blame people for things that happen. We blame people for things that they do. Now, what do we blame? I mean, what can you blame Joe Biden for? You can't blame him for the gas price because that's because of something that's a, it says that's an event. But what can you blame him for? You can't blame him for trying for not trying to stop price gouging because he did do something to try to stop it. He uh, the Democrats. Well, you say the Democrats, the Democrats try to pass a bill to stop price gouging and the Republicans stopped it. They stopped it. And what about the what about the um, what about the baby formula situation? They tried to get a bill passed so that they can get some money to get some more baby formula transported back to the country and or, ex, or imported. And he that the Republicans stopped it. They voted against it. So there you go. There's your problem right there, staring you right in the face. People who are saying they're you know they're complaining. About, I mean, how are you going to complain about the virus? How are you going to complain about the price of gas when the one who created it, well, he's gone now, but how are you going to, I mean, when we're trying to stop it and you prevent people from stopping the price of gas from being gouged, how are you going to complain about it? Well, they do. I mean, that's, that's Republicans. That's what they do. They'll sit there and cause a problem and then complain about the problem and blame the other guy. That's what they do. So yeah, that's why. That's why that's the thing that's the, that should answer your question. You know, Donald Trump is not blamed for everything. He's blamed for the everything that he does. He doesn't get blamed for everything that happens. He gets blamed for everything that he does. Same thing with Joe Biden. He doesn't get blamed for things that happen. He gets blamed for things that he does. Now, he's tried to do something and the Republicans stopped him. Why aren't you looking at the Republicans? Why aren't you saying to them, "Why did you vote this down?" Why did you vote? Ask the Republicans why they voted down the price gouging law. Ask them that. Anyway, that should answer your question. Next question. Are voter ID requirements racist? The answer to that question in itself, no, it's not racist. And anybody who's saying it's racist is wrong, but they are correct when they say that it is unfair. And here's why. I'm certain Now, I will never, ever underestimate Republicans. Now, I always say that I never say they're stupid. I want to. It it, it boggles the mind, some of the things they do. But but we don't think like Republicans. They think like somebody that they want to take from the poor and give to the rich. And so we can't understand that. Those of us who think we should take from the rich and give to the poor. But the the fact is, we have to realize that 
Republicans do their homework. And I guarantee you, if you were to check the demographics of the people who do not get an ID card, who who barely probably there's probably a they got a certain number of people who do not have an ID card, photo ID or whatever. And they're looking at these people and chances are they're going to vote Democrat. That's what it is. So it's not so much of a racist thing as much as it is a demographic uh, discrimination thing. They're discriminating against a specific demographic because they know these people are, you know, they know the type of person. They look to see who votes for Democrat and who votes Republican all without without question. And somebody who doesn't have an ID more than likely is going to vote Democrat. And I think that's what motivates them to have these these walls. So they're not they're not they're not racist, but they are unfair and they are demographically discriminating against a certain group. And that particular group is not protected. A person who does not get a who falls under the category of does not have a photo ID is not protected under the discrimination laws of the of the constitution. And that's why it's not racist, but it is demographically discriminating. You know, I, I just got a, a text from a, a listener who was telling me about this. Uh, I don't know what his name is, whatever his name is, but he'll say he says it on the on the commercial. But basically, it's a you know what a rhino is, right? A rhino stands for Republican in name only. That's what they're saying. That's what uh, that's what. The uh, I don't know if I don't know if that came up. I don't know if Trump came up with that or not. It sounds like something he came up with. But, you know, it's what they're talking about is is people who who are Republicans, but they don't agree with what the Republican Party's doing right now with this, you know, nutbag. They they've all decided to fall in love with. But um, the point is, the rhino is Republican in name only, which means and and so he decides to do this. uh video now i don't i don't understand this uh, it just seems like somebody would have said something to him you know but nobody said anything to him you know after all when they do all that planning and all that editing and writing out the script and everybody setting up the cameras not one person thought to say hey may- maybe this is not a good idea well they did it and here it is i'm eric Crichton's navy seal and today going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. Join the MAGA crew. Get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Okay, I... I don't, first of all, well, part of it is that music you hear, that really loud music is, there's a there's a, a team of, looks like a SWAT team in fatigues, and they're busting down the door in this building, and they walk into this house. Apparently the house is empty, but they walk, they bust in and everything, just like like they're like they doing a drug bust. But um, the thing that gets me here is this. Now, first of all, I'm ex-military. I was in the 82nd Airborne Division with the field artillery 
with the airborne field artillery, you know, we jump, we literally threw the tanks out the back of the truck and we, I mean, the back of the plane and we jumped out after the planes and we did it all, broke it all down. Now, I, you know, most people would say, yeah, that's pretty impressive, but I don't use that as part of my credibility. This guy pulls, the first thing he says is, I'm a Navy SEAL. Yeah, so fucking what? Well, we're not impressed. Uh, obviously, it, you're making Navy SEALs look bad because you're going in there acting like a fucking idiot doing this thing, this Rhino commercial. I mean, you really had time to think about this and you didn't say, you know, this might might be a bad idea. You know, this is the problem with some of these people. I mean, I, why do they? I mean, you got where are all these freaking idiots coming from? I mean, what is it with Navy SEALs that now that when you hear, you, you find out you got one that's a Navy SEAL and then you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess he's honorable. He's all American and everything. And then it turns out he's a creep just like the rest of them. You know, Ron DeSantis, I, I found out he was a Navy SEAL. You know, and I'm like, really? I mean, what the hell of the Navy? What the hell is the Navy doing to the SEALs? I mean, they're fucking them up. They're they're, making, they're, making, they're messing up their brains. But anyway, other than that, it was just the fact that all this was is is he's going after he's he made a joke about this you know Rhino and I, and I get it. it. You know, part of me thinks it's actually funny. It would be funny in the eighties, and I'll tell you why it would be funny in the eighties. It's because in the 80s, we didn't have as many nutbags as we got now. I mean, that would actually seem like a funny thing. I would laugh at that. But nowadays, you can't tell a joke that way. You can't go out there and say something like that because these, I mean, look what happened January 6th. And now you want to have, and now you're going to make a little video about rhino hunting going after the, you know, going after Republicans in name only, hunting them. These people take you literally, literally enough that they stormed the Capitol. And now you're going to do a rhino hunting video. Meanwhile, someone, some Republicans going to get shot and killed because of you. And then you're going to be all like, well, I didn't know any better. I was just doing it. You know, you had plenty of time to think about whether or not this was a good idea or not. Now, you know, I I agree that in, on some level, there are certain people who would see this and go, oh, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. But most of your little cult members don't find it funny. They take it literally. And then they'll end up doing something to uh, hurting another Republican or kidnapping his family or kidnapping him and his family. And killing them all in the name of this rhino video because somebody did it. Now, you may think I'm being hyperbolic about this, but I would say, yeah, you're right. Except for the fact that uh, we we just had a, a storming of the Capitol by these weirdos. And now we got to sit back and have another guy do this again. So, you know. You mark my words, one of those cult members is going to kidnap a Republican or kidnap a Republican's family or him and this family all together. And they're going to, they'll come back and go, oh, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done it. They told me to do it, but they told me to do it. You know, so this guy, I don't know what his name is. Eric Greitens. That's his name. 
Eric Greitens. And this is a part that bothers me really the most is he he doesn't write Eric Greitens, Republican, whatever, you know, Republican Senate or something. He does have it up there. In a, right, but at the bottom, it's he it's his defining. He says U.S. Navy SEAL, his defining thing, the, the, the thing that defines him. I'm a Navy SEAL. Oh, okay, we're supposed to give you credit and give you, and, and trust you because you're a Navy SEAL. No. <laughs> Please stop putting Navy SEAL on things. You're making the Navy look bad. You're you're making the military look bad. I mean, and you if you if you are really right in what you do, you don't have to take the military part of you and put it out there in order to give yourself credibility. You don't need to say, well, I'm a, I'm a military man. Really? What's that got to do with the fact that you're voting wrong? What's that got to do with the fact that you're not doing your job? You know, so stop trying to use your military background as part of your credibility. You can use it as part of your resume. Like it really, but it doesn't really matter. It's like, I mean, saying I'm in the military and I'm voting for, and I'm, and I'm voting and I'm going to run for Senate. It's kind of like saying, Hey, uh, I, I'm a good salesman because I'm good at baseball. They don't have anything to do with either. You need to be a little more educated than what, what you're doing. You need to know exactly what your, how your votes affect the, the regular working class. And if you can't do that, just the fact that you're a Navy SEAL is not going to change that. So please stop using your military credibility, your military credit as part of your credibility. There's a difference between credit and credibility. You don't become honest just because you say you're a veteran. You don't become a the good guy because uh, because you said you're veteran. This guy is definitely not the good guy now. He's no longer a good guy. He may have been a good guy when he was at a Navy SEAL, but not anymore. You're now scumbag because you're sitting there doing exactly what your your the the scumbag who was the president in 2016 did. 2020, what he did in 2020. You're now a scumbag like he is. And so my advice to you is just keep your mouth shut and do your job and stop telling us that we should believe everything you say or that we should follow your lead because you're a Navy SEAL. And also the fact is stop doing these stupid commercials because you should apologize for this commercial and immediately go on and say, please don't take this literally because... This was just a joke or something like that. And if you want to say that, that's fine. Say it was a joke. And do not take it literally. I don't want you to do any of this stuff. You're going to have to because your cult members, the people that voted for Donald Trump, the cult members are going to take that literally and believe in it. And they're going to and and they're going to want to get along, go along with it. They're going to want to be a part of it. They're going to want to get involved with it. And they will. And of course, just like Donald Trump, you ain't going to come back there and say, oh, oh, I take responsibility. I shouldn't have done it. You really think Donald Trump is going to do that? He's not. And neither will you. You're going to get people in trouble. You're going to get people arrested. You're going to get people killed. And then you're going to back up and say, well, I was just, you know, we were just talking. We weren't really trying to lead anything. 
but you're full of crap. That's what exactly what you're doing right now. Intended or unintended, that's what you're doing. And that's all I got to say about that. And that's all the time we have for the Logical Report. And I would like to thank everyone for listening. I hope you walked away with something to think about. And remember, think of others. Be good to your brothers. God bless you. And God bless America. And good night.